situation we are in at this time neither a good one nor is it someone blessed it can change it can stay the same i can say i can make my claim hell Yes, sir! You already know what fucking time it is! It's the Bronx Bars Podcast 105! Oh, shit! We had to come back one more time. 2023 has been wild as fuck. We gotta talk some shit. Oh, it's lit. Uh. 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 Oh, this is the energy I'm on today. Oh, y'all not ready. Woo! Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 105 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host, my name is Denzel, and we are back like Jordan wearing the faux five. Man, 2023, man. I had to make sure I did a podcast like in 2023, about 2023. I, I had to make sure I had to make sure I did one to end the year off. Um and and just you know in a nice in a way in, in a nice way you know talk to you guys about the life and times of Denzel. <laughs> oh man, I'm in a great mood, man. I, I'm really excited to be back and and recording. Um, so let's start with saying thank you to everyone who tunes in, everybody who likes. Thank you, thank you to everyone who subscribes, shares, and supports. Thank you to everyone who is active and engaging with me on the social media platforms. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all the love and all support I receive from y'all. Special thank you to the essential workers out here still. And finally, thank you to all the people who are out here continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way. Man, there's a lot of shit going on right now, man. There's a lot of shit happening in this world. So it is especially important to say thank you to all the people who are out here using their voices to affect change in a positive way, man. Like, oh, we got a lot of talking to do. (laughs) But we always have to start the shows off with the thank yous because the thank yous are just very, very, very important. And also, please do not forget to check out the website bronxbiaspod.com. That is my website. And on that site, you can see all the official Bronx Bias Podcast merchandise that I have available for purchase, the Bronx Bias blog, 
And the contact form is also available there for anyone who wants to get in contact with me for any reason, like being on the show, potentially sending in questions or just wanting to know general uh, information about potting, maybe even. I'm open to that, too. Right. If you're a potter out there and you're like, how do I do a pod and you stumble across the Bark Spice podcast and you like it? Hey, send me a message. I- I'd love to throw some some info your way, man. I, I love giving the game out. Um, cause this, this shit is really fun. You know, you, you'll really enjoy yourself doing this. Um, and as I've said for a million times, I'm an independent potter from the BXMY. So all of the support I can receive on the merchandise and the blog is super important to the vi- and vital to the health of the show. So please check it out. Once again, the site is bronxbiaspod.com. And with all of that being said, we are going to have a great, great, great show today fully 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 packed i don't even know how long i'm gonna go i'm not even gonna pay attention to the time i'm gonna talk until i run out of words now within reason of course within reason but this might be a a quick hour 30 like this might be an hour 45 this might even push to two i'm just saying i'm just letting y'all know that's how that's how ready i am for today and that's how great of a mood i am in um we are going to have a great show i'm in an amazing mood i'm in a tremendous mood and i am ready to go so for the last time of 2023 let's get it i am in a very 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 good mood today's intro was an amazing 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 song it it was the song that had to be played for the energy the amount of energy that i have it is called Hyena by Travis Scott off of the album Utopia. And listen, I, I know that I will not have enough time in this podcast. I'm, I already know off the rip. I'm not going to have enough time to do my albums of the year um, because you know how long that takes. If you've ever heard me do one of those, um, it takes a little while. It, it takes like 45 legitimate minutes because I don't just do a top 10. I do honorable mentions and then I do the albums that didn't make the cut. So that might have to be a podcast in itself, um, you know, whenever that occurs. But I can say with certainty today, as I am recording this, Travis Scott's Utopia is the album of 2023. It's the album of the year. Like, I don't need to hear. And I mean, honestly, nothing will come out to change my mind. I would have potentially given Kanye that just because how much I am a huge, super ultra fan of Kanye West. But the album got pushed back in typical Kanye fashion. So as it stands, uh, or unless maybe my girl Beyonce drops Renaissance 2, <laughs> maybe that or it says SOS 2 out of nowhere. <laughs> maybe but i don't think that's happening travis is the album of the year travis has the album of the year i love it 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 like his energy is really one of the things about travis scott that i really love you know certain music should put you in certain vibes um travis scott's music is always a beat so it just it just livens you up you know, if you just if you're going, if you're walking to the train station, right, if you live in New York or wherever you live, you don't care if you're walking and this song had just come on hyena, it would make you walk a little faster. It would change your bop a little bit. That's just the energy that his music gives off. Um, 
And and I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Travis, man. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And Utopia got it, man. I love. Oh, I don't even want to. Actually, fuck it. Let's just start with Travis, man. Fuck it. Let's just start with Travis. You see, these are the way I. This is the way I pod. If you're a new listener, I go all over the place. Travis Scott. This song, this album had 19 songs. Is there a deluxe version? I didn't hear the deluxe. Okay, 19 songs. I'm gonna just tell you the features. Tizo touchdown. Shout out to him. He's a he's a new young gun. He's out here. He's fire. Drake, Playboy Cardi, Beyonce, Rob 49, who I had no idea of, but he sounds just like NBA Youngboy, which is funny. 21 Savage, The Weeknd, Dave Chappelle, Young Thug. <laughs> West Side Gun, you know I fucking love that Griselda shit. Kid Cuddy, Bad Bunny, The Weeknd, SZA, Future, James Blake, and one other person that I can't read because Apple don't show you the whole thing when you're just looking at the songs on track list. Uh, fam, this album was amazing. Like it was amazing. My favorite song on this album is ooh, is Schizo. It's 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 definitely Schizo. The more and more I listen to Love featuring Kid Cudi, the more and more and more and more I love it. And I'm trying to find an excuse to put it over Schizo, but Schizo still number one for me. <laughs> Believe me, I'm moving night when they really... I, mm, fire. Fire. Um, yeah, Schizo is definitely my favorite. Um, I'm going to say Love featuring Kid Cudi is my second favorite. My third favorite is Lost Forever West Side Gun featuring West Side Gun because... Man, if you guys have not listened to this album, bro, for whatever reason, for whatever reason that you haven't, do yourself a favor. You know, put your headphones in, you know, use your speaker, your portable speaker. Just listen to it from your phone. Listen to this freaking album, man. It's fire. Yeah, but my top three, Schizo, Love, Lost Forever, Hyena after that. Um, But yeah, man. Travis, you did your thing. Correct. Now, how I want to start this. Well, how I want to officially start because <laughs> we didn't start it. <laughs> I want to start, you know, this one with just talking about 2023 well, in general. But the most important thing I want to talk about in 2023 is what happened sort of recently, um, literally last month. The chef, your boy, your mans, your homie. You know, your, your BX uncle, <laughs> Denzel, a.k.a. DeBron James, a.k.a. Harry Potter. <laughs> I turned 30 years old. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That definitely did happen. I, I don't even know, like, how to feel, you know, as it was as I was approaching it. You know, I was like, you know, how do you feel? You know, how do you, you know, what do you make of this? <laughs> you know, uh, and then it was funny. I saw a quote randomly. I don't even remember where I saw it. And I wrote it down. And it says, and it's a quote from C.S. Lewis. And I don't even know who that is. So I hope he's not like a, or he or she is not a, uh, you know, crazy person or just an insane, you know, somebody who's infamous, you know, famous for the wrong reasons. Um, but the quote, it, it just like, it really like was amazing kind of to read. It said, 30 was strange for me. 
I had really come to the terms with the I'd really come to terms with the fact that I am now a walking, talking adult. 30 was so strange for me. I had I really had to come to terms with the fact that I, I am now a walking, talking adult. Right. And that's from C.S. Lewis. Again, C.S. Lewis is a wild person. Um, my, my sincerest apologies. But like that quote, of course, on its face. Right. You hear that. Technically, you're an adult by the time you turn 18. Right. Technically. You can vote. You can go to prison for a long time. You can be eligible to win things like the lottery. I believe you can purchase cigarettes or something like that. So you're an adult, right? You could get drafted into the war. So definitely, right? You're you're no longer considered a minor. So what does that really mean, right? 30 was so strange for me. Really, like, I feel like now is like what a, when adulthood starts because realistically right we're on this this made up schedule i don't know who made the schedule up but i'm sure every one of you guys has heard this schedule 14 years old you're freshman in high school by 16 years old you should have a learner's permit to learn how to drive a car 18 years 18 years old you have graduated from high school you're eligible for a driver's license 22 years old, you should be finished with your 40 year degree, uh, your bachelor. And then if you decide to continue into your master's, 24 years old, you're finished with school. And then if you decide to do your doctorate, 26 years old, you have a doctorate in something. So and then, you know, you have let's say so let's say you did the four year degree. So let's keep it on the four year because that's what most people do. 22 years old. Boom. You graduate college. Congrats. Now they, you know, on this imaginary schedule that I don't know who made. Now you get your foot in the door and your job of choosing, you know, that is with a line and all the skills that you've learned in college. You get your foot in the door. You start on the entry level. You work your way up to somewhere in the company. You have some say or, you know, you just making a little bit more money. Then, you know, you either could decide whether you want to take another step, a bigger step and start your own thing or, um, you know, maybe seek a different employer that will pay you more or your skills would be valued more, et cetera. And then let's say you're by this time, you're 25, you make that decision. Let's say you decide to do your own thing, become an entrepreneur, you become successful in five years, you're 30 years old. And now you're ready to do the settling down part and the white picket fence part. Right. That's the imaginary schedule that I think that everyone has heard some version of in their life. I'm sure of that. But when you live your own life, (laughs) when you live your own life and you go through your own experiences, which vary for everybody, something as simple as where you live could change so many things in your life, right? I'll give you an example from Denzel. Denzel will never drive a car. Never. I, that's just something that I cannot do. There, it's just, it, it just gives me too much anxiety. And, you know, they say you should never do things when you're scared. Um, you know, because that's crazy. 
you should never do things when you're afraid because you're you're in a different mind you're in a different state of mind you're 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 doing things based out of fear like nah <laughs> i will never drive a car bro so already and then i and i also have the luxury of i live in new york city which the public transportation system you know it's wild on that subway it's wild but it is rather efficient and you save a lot of money realistically too and right it, it's it's just a, an avenue for a person who just refused to drive a car already that takes me off of the schedule the imaginary schedule that somebody made up and i don't know who i really don't know like <laughs> i would love to get a, a a message dm like oh by the way you know we wonder who made that up it was so-and-so and he was from this country and he you know i would love that i'm not looking that up because i don't even abide by this but automatically right just because of my extreme anxiety towards dr operating a vehicle i'm off the schedule 16 years old i won't get no learner's permit 18 years old i ain't getting no driver's license shoot what a what no i'm not i don't even want that energy i'm so disinterested in that already boom my schedule is off so what does that mean does that mean i'm doing things the right way or the wrong way right i'm not following these quote-unquote guidelines am i doing things the right way or the wrong way right i have done things very much backwards <laughs> something that's amazing in the last dance that you guys should watch is a sports documentary about michael jordan and the bulls is when they when they meet dennis rodman for the first time phil jackson describes him as a nayoka i hope i'm pronouncing that right which is a Native American or Aboriginal word for a backward walking person. And when I think about my life, bro, I've been walking backwards, bro. I re recently re-enrolled re back in college last fall, fall of 2022. At that time, I was 28. It was before my birthday. Like... And I got it. Like, I got it off the rip. I understood why I was there. I felt passionate. I knew what I wanted. I knew how I was going to get it. Well, I didn't know how I was going to get it, but I knew I was in the right place. And I was going to battle all the fear I had being an old man in a young man's game, essentially in college, because everybody is mad young. And I was just like, nah, I'm here for the right reasons. I was 28 at that time. When I initially entered college, I wasn't eight. I was, I was 17. Bruh. Like I completely wasn't ready for college at all. I was ready to do some grown up shit. <laughs> I know. I, I think I said that before and I didn't even know what that was. When I first entered college the first time, I wasn't concerned about being a grown-up. I wasn't worried about college. I wasn't worried about education anymore. I wanted to make some money quick, fast, and in a hurry so I could fund my adult lifestyle that I wanted to live. And that included finally shopping for my own fly gear 
That included going out to bars, clubs, lounges. That included experimenting. Like with girl, like I was with, I was with all of it. Girls, what chasing every day, like and like super like, but still like covertly like. That's 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 Scorpio bag, like you know. <laughs> that's what I was concerned with though. I was not thinking about what twenty eight would look like, because in and every. You know, 17-year-old's mind, 18-year-old's mind, 19-year-old's mind. Oh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, whatever. I'm smart. Right? And then you then you decide, you say, okay, if I'm going to be a worker, if college is not going to be my role, okay, boom. Now let's find the jobs then because at the time when I was in these in that era, my late teens coming into my early 20s, you could still make a living decent living and this is how quickly times change with no degree with you know you could find a way into a job and get some um some seniority you could get a, you could start making a little bit of money and you won't have to have gone to school at all maybe you should do a certificate program or two right but that's it so i'm still of sort of that mindset i've seen a lot of people in my time not, not go to college and be I like literally I so I was of that mindset I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna find my way in and then I'm gonna finesse my way through to a higher position get some seniority get some pull you feel me start cat start stacking the checks consistently consistently get raises you know I'm that's where my mind was thinking so ah, college whatever I'll go for the girls because you know college i'll go i'll go for that reason or i'll go for certain classes like i'm not gonna lie certain classes if i was only smart enough to wake up and say at that time man these are the types of classes that you should be pursuing like i remember i had a, a speech class you know um i don't even know the name of it i just remember it as speech class and it was a lot of different personalities there and the class was fun and it was a whole bunch of lively people who had different types of opinions and everyone had different personalities. But, you know, we and we all came together. We had discussions and we learned if I was only smart enough at that time to say these are the classes that you should be pursuing. And this is what field is this? <laughs> right. Maybe things would have been different, but phew, my mind was so gone. I had my mind made up. And let me tell you, I had a lot of fun, you know, doing those things, doing those young, immature things. It was fun. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have regrets because I enjoyed myself. You know, I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed first being nervous, you know, the first time you go to a club. You know, I enjoyed finally getting to slap my ID down when I turned 21. You know, I I enjoyed even find finessing ways to get alcohol underage. You know, I enjoyed being out, hanging out at my friend's house to ungodly hours in the morning, you know, doing, doing fun, having fun. <laughs> I'm not going to tell myself having fun in all kinds of ways, you know, just as a, a wide eyed, you know, kid would want to, you know, and really then, you know, those first things with girls, 
you know, first you have your, you know, your, you know, your experiences, you have your first real nah mean, then you have your, you know, your, maybe your first side situation, or your first situation ship or your first wild summer, you know, like really living like outside living. It was fun. It was fun. So I'm never going to sit here and act like I didn't enjoy myself. Shoot. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm glad technology was not as advanced because that it was more fun. You know, the fact that like technology was not to where, you know, everyone's watching or everyone's eyes are open as much. It's like you could you could be a real kid, a real young adult and just run around and have fun. And you're not super worried about citizen app pinging you, letting you know that. Some wild thing just happened around that corner. You were so oblivious. You find out the next day and you're like, what? I was right there. That's part of the fun, right? Just you outside. <laughs> you outside. But then over the course of, of my 20s, you know, when I started to try to climb up into these other places, the the college bug was in my, it was planted in my brain. So when I had le- I was in retail for a while, oof, retail, that's a dog. I respect all the retail workers, man. I, res- I got nothing but respect for the retail workers. Man, retail is so rough. <sighs> it's so rough. Um, then I was in facilities management. I was the manager. I, w- I worked at a storage facility, you know. I was the manager. So I had sort of manual labor to do and white collar labor and it was cool you know i I had it mastered but they wasn't paying so nah you know then i was like all right boom i'm gonna find some corporate ish so i found corporate and i worked corporate for a little while more than one and in more than one way and like in more than one place it was a corporate environment and you think that that's the sort of I don't I don't know. I don't want to say goal, but like that's what you think that success in one way or the other is. I got a little key card. <laughs> you know, I got a, I ping my way into the building or, you know, I, I I wear I dress in business casual. You know, I get to wear I have to wear a button up shirt and slacks, but I, I get to wear my sneakers. So, hey, <laughs> or, you know, I get an hour lunch break. It's included in my day. I work a set schedule. I have paid holidays. I have insurance provided from, from my employer, a 401k program. You know, this is what you think that sort of what a measure of success is. You were, I can, I can't say you, I was misguided in that, but that's what I thought. And it was working out. I would make a little bit more money every now and then get a bonus every now and then every now and then and i mean that every now and then <laughs> but i had a benefits and i had um transit transportation provided for me i had you know paid holidays i had a set schedule I had overtime opportunities money was abundant not abundant i don't want to make it sound like i was out here like rich not even close to rich shit not even close but where i could pay my bills and have a little bit 
to enjoy, you know, life sometimes or buy something nice for myself. So, but, you know, I realized more and more and more how unhappy I was. Man, I I am really unhappy. Why am I unhappy? When you got to look in the mirror, why am I unhappy? It's easy to say you're unhappy. It's hard to say why. Why am I unhappy? Because I felt like, I felt like slowly, like if you ever watch the Avengers, when Thanos snaps, you dissolve. I felt slowly like I was dissolving (laughs) into this like robot person who just did the same thing every day. Like didn't even enjoy his task, didn't even enjoy his day. wasn't even like I enjoyed doing these tasks in a field I did not care about whatsoever. In fields I did not care about whatsoever. And I was just like, this can't be what this is about. This can't be it. This can't be it. This cannot be it. Right. So it took me that time from 17 to 28 to figure out what I should have, quote unquote, have known at 18. But what 18 year old person could think like a 28 year old? I feel like this imaginary schedule that whoever made is so off. It's so off. Now, again, there are people out there who, who, nah, I know what time it is. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the challenge. I'm ready to do this college. I'm ready to, I know my goals. I know what I'm here to do. I know why I'm here. And shout out to you, more power. But for a large portion of people, especially when I talk to young people, like teenaged, or even early parts of their 20s, or even mid-20s, or even into their 30s. A thing that I hear a lot is, I don't really know what I want to do, right? Sometimes you don't know what you want. You know things you like. You know things that excite you. You know things that could potentially be cool. But you got to remember, you're an adult. You ain't got time to sit around and ponder. You don't have time. You either got to get to them books or you got to get to this paper. (laughs) So I chose to get to that paper (laughs) in my in the best way I could in the best way I could at 17 going on 18 with no college and a high school diploma. So. I feel like that schedule, man, it's like you got to make your own schedule. Now, don't sit around and waste time because 10 years, you could blink your eyes three times and 10 years could be gone or something crazy like a global pandemic could happen. You know, something that you would never in your mind imagine. You know, I lived a large majority of my life pre-COVID. I'm sure a lot of you guys have too. It was a different world. You didn't even think about things in in the way we think about them now. Right? No no one wore masks. <laughs> People 
were rather unhygienic when you think about it. People touched a lot of things with their hands. People, you know, breathed on a lot of things. We coughed and sneezed on each other on the trains all the time. Like, concerts were much different. Festivals were much different because of, you know, how we never even thought something like a global pandemic like we're going through could could come to the world. Right. How many people have perished due to this situation? Right. What if that was me? It I I contracted it. What if that was me? Right. It's like. So don't sit around and and think, oh, you know, it's going to come out the sky. No. But you also got to give yourself time. You know, you also got to give yourself grace. Not too much now. (laughs) Not too much now. But you got to give yourself that. You know, you got to you can't be on a on a a hamster wheel. You're not a hamster. (laughs) And and that's the that's the only way I could say that. Like I can't make a more beautiful metaphor. You can't be on this schedule. Well, you can if that is if that is what you can do. But you also have to understand there's a large portion of people who don't who don't operate on that time. You know, you got to understand that your time and other people's time is two different times, even though we all on the same time, right? If, for example, it's 12 noon for me in New York City, I mean, if everybody else in New York City is 12 noon for them, but that don't mean we still on the, we not on the same type of time now, right? The type of time I'm on right now, 30, I was nowhere near that type of time at 18. But it was still, when I looked at my watch, 12 o'clock was 12 o'clock, right? And I feel like, the life that you experience, you experience it for a reason. Right? Nothing happens in this life by accident. So if I'm just to personalize this, I am grateful for this pandemic because not to be insensitive. And I always make sure I say that when I every time I mention it and my gratefulness towards it. I never want to be disrespectful to all the lives that have perished due to it. Or all the things that have happened because of it. Never. But if I'm to just look at Denzel in the mirror. This gave me the opportunity to finally sit down. And stop chasing things. Like my money. Like material things like shoes and clothes. And look, you know, want to be in the flat, the flyest on the block. You know, I still have that desire, but, you know, that's what really was important to me at the time. Chasing things like women, chasing things like good times, chasing things like good times, because realizing when I worked in in that corporate lifestyle, a good time was few and far between. You know, because you if you work nine to five, especially me living uptown, traveling, commute and as a commuter. It takes an hour, two hours to get to work. Let's say two hours. You get there. At, you, so that means you got to leave your house by seven. That means you got to be up by what? Five forty five. Give yourself enough time to shower and eat. Right. I, I try to eat breakfast. I try. <laughs> um, 
and then boom now you're at so you've been up since 5 45 a.m boom you go to work nine to five you deal with your nine to five life and in corporate in the corporate world it is such a brain drain it's not physical labor retail is hard because it's physical it's physical labor you got to lift things you got to walk around you got to be on your feet you know you got to stand you got to interact you know you got to talk to people when it's the corporate gigs though you're in the office you're sitting you're chilling essentially you're, you're chilling you're chilling in business casual but it's a brain drain that computer got to get clacking them keyboards got to clack you know you got to put in your time and then you then boom you get off five do you want to go to happy hour probably because it was a brain drain you want to take a load off happy hour boom that's seven you get home at nine right i'm speaking about denzel me get home at nine now now you gotta make your lunch for the next day if you don't want to spend money you gotta decide do i want to spend money all week on food do i want to save a little bit and just shop for some groceries and make my food at home all right if i get home at nine i gotta cook i gotta shower i gotta prepare myself for the next day i gotta get my clothes out then you look at you look at the clock and it's 12 a.m or if you're really efficient it's 11 <laughs> you tired you going straight to bed so that's your five out of the seven days of your week. You're, you, that's you. And, and I'm only speaking about me. If you are listening and that is your life, please don't be insulted by what I'm saying. I'm saying that does not work for me. If that works for you or you got to make the decisions to support your lifestyle because everybody's life is different. I am not trying to disparage you in any way. I hope that you hear my sincerity in that i'm just talking about me when that's you me i'm living my life like that for years the only time i'm cool is saturday and sunday and okay it's the weekend and it's new york so there's always something to do but bro you so burnt you burnt you want to sit at home you probably clean up the crib and you want to relax. <sighs> you want to take a deep breath. Or maybe go work out or something. Right? Do something different. Do you don't always have the energy to hit the scene? Because you only got two days. <laughs> and then Monday, you're right back to it. I've lived my life like that for years. Bruh, it wasn't it for me. And then when this pandemic occurred, I was sat. I woke up sort of when I wanted because there was nowhere to go. I started doing things I like doing, like cooking things. I don't remember how much I like to cook things. You know, like actually and try to make new things, not things that's just fast because I only got a little bit of time. I make this because it's quick. Boom. I can eat it. It'll fill me up and I'll be good. I'm actually like making new shit. And then oh, I'm look now because I ain't got nothing to do. I'm looking inward. I'm like, damn. I'm kind of happy right now because I and I ain't doing nothing. I'm drawing little doodles. I'm 
had the mic. I was like, bruh, I'm free. I'm going to pod. I'm getting into the art, into arts. I'm listening to a lot of music again. Bruh, I'm like, yo. You know, like genuine. My whole life has changed. Literally. I was like, bruh. This got to be my life, bruh. I want to be in creative spaces. You know, I want to be using my brain for things that I'm really inspired by. Things that make me happy. Things that I enjoy doing. Things that I could work eight hours on. Ten hours on. Okay, okay, honk. All right, honker. (laughs) Damn. Stop honking. Shit. I'm not even in that. I don't care. Things that I enjoy doing. Things that I can spend eight hours, ten hours, twelve hours on. And it don't even feel like work or it feels like work. I feel the effects of it, but I'm so motivated to do it. I'm so motivated to learn about it. And then when I graduated, I guess the school of hard knocks in a sense, in a sense, because I know the real school of hard knocks is not having jobs your whole life, you know, being gainfully employed. I'm not trying to do that. But everyone's school of hard knocks is different. I was never uh, uh, into the the streets like that. I knew I knew I was soft (laughs) and not soft. Don't try me. But like I knew I wasn't interested in that life, that real fast life. Hell no. Hell no. I was not interested in that. Just like driving. That was too risky. (laughs) It was too risky. No way. (laughs) Uh, You know. I, I never even was that guy. Like, I would never even was that guy. I wasn't going to try to play myself, be somebody I wasn't. Whatever. Tangents. But really, like, when I graduated from the School of Hard Knocks, I was ready to go to college. <laughs> At 20 freaking 8. So, you know, when I was approaching that time of 30, when I was approaching it, getting closer and closer and closer to the date. You know, that nasty thought of you about to be 30, my boy, and what have you done was starting to starting to creep. It was it was a nasty thought. It was a na- admittedly a nasty thought. But, you know, your mind does go there sometimes. I'm a human. It was starting to creep in. Look at you. You in school. Look at all these people you in class with, bro. What? You know, you got all this smarts. You got all this talent, huh? Look where you at. What? Look at how you making money right now. But luckily, you know, I have a a strong relationship with people in my life, you know, confidants and and close people to me and and with my higher power i'm not gonna get all religious on you guys i know it's a different time in the world but i do have one i had to really be like no no that is such a nasty thought you need to get it out of your head you where you at because of where you been Like, you can't even try to do that to yourself. Don't even do that to yourself. Don't even 
Don't even do that to yourself. You where you at because of where you've been. And you got to learn sometimes. Everybody's trajectory ain't the same. Some people is fast starters and bad finishers. Some people is slow starters and good finishers. Some people is half and half. You know, there's no right way to live because we don't live the same life. What I realized at 28, somebody realized at 18. Somebody realized at 40. Somebody realized at 22. Somebody realized at 27. When you realize it don't matter as long as you realize it. As long as you figure it out to some degree. And for everybody, that's different. That's just that's just the way it is. Right. For everybody, that's different. I knew early. When I was. Maybe 15 that I never had a desire to drive a car. I never had the desire. I knew that then. But conversely, I'm sure there was somebody since they was three couldn't wait to put the pedal to the metal. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody is different. So back to the schedule and back into that nasty thought I was trying to have. Fam, nah. Sometimes you got to give yourself the love and say, you not where you want to be, but you know where you going. That's a sometimes the answer is just knowing what not to do. Sometimes the answer is literally just finding out what the wrong answer is. OK, boom. I know what not to do. I know what the wrong answer is. Cool. Now I can focus on the right answer. Right. I'm not going to live in this in no self-pitying world, man, because I. When I look myself in the mirror at 30, I'm hella proud. I'm hella proud. As a black man in America. To be have opportunities. Period. I'm not even going to try to get into that as a black man in America with the ability to be to have access to opportunity. I'm proud of that. 105 episodes of a pod, a website, a blog, merchandise, a logo, a trademark, creating new new things now. And back in college, learning every day. You know, there's so many things to be grateful for. I can't be ungrateful. <laughs> right. There's so many things to be grateful for. I can't be ungrateful. Right. And that's how I. You know, boom, that's how I had to consolidate it in my mind. You know, I I pay attention to a lot of people that I respect. You know, LeBron had it at 18. Kanye didn't drop his first album till what, 28, maybe 29? No, 26, between 26 and 28. LeBron had to figure it out since 18. And Jay-Z first album, he was 26. Right? Like, just to use examples of people, you know, I think Harrison Ford, to use a movie reference, didn't get Han Solo. He was like 35. That was his big break. And now Harrison Ford, you know, Indiana Jones and all the millions of movies he's done. Right. It, there's no set date. 
There's no, by this benchmark, I should be this. It could happen. And that's amazing if it has. And it's amazing if you were that driven. If you was Kobe Bryant coming out of high school, who knew what it time, who knew what time it was. He said, hell nah. I know who the hell I want to be. And this is where I got to go. This is who I got to be against every day. This is the work I got to put in. Good for him. And that success, he deserved 100 million thousand billion trillion percent because he knew what it was. He was in tune. Bang. He had it. Everybody not like that. Everybody not like that. And so, you know, people really are hard on themselves. They don't give themselves enough love. What has got what 30 has gotten me to the point of is really to give myself the love. You know, sometimes you got to pause and give yourself a pat on the back. You're not where you at, but you on the right, you where you want to be going. Right. You ain't there yet. But shit, at least you know where to go. At least you know how to read the map. <laughs> you know, like you, I don't know if this happens to you guys. You ever be like. All right, boom, I'm going to somewhere I've never been. So you're going to use the map on your phone. So you come out the train station and you put the address in, boom. And then they say, okay, boom, go this way. And then, but you like, but which way is the right this way, right? Because you could either go north, south, east, or west. And they don't say go, you know, and then you'd be looking up for the street signs and then where you at, though, you can't see no street signs. And so, so you got to, first, you got to go straight. And then, no, you realize, oh, shit, I'm going the wrong way. Okay, you boom, you go back to where you start. Okay, boom. So maybe I think I'm going to go left. All right, I'm going to go left. Boom. And then, nah, you see you going the wrong way. And now you now you feel like a fucking dickhead because you're just walking around aimlessly. <laughs> I'm talking about me here. <laughs> and then finally, boom, you find it. You find the right way. And then you follow the map. So it's a success just to be able to read that map because you started off going the wrong way twice. So even something like that, we're so focused on, I got to be this. I got to be this. I got to be this. And I got to do it now. I got steps. I got to rush, 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 rush. I got to make this. I got to do this. That we don't even pat ourselves on the back for surviving one more day of this crazy life. Because <laughs> I know everybody's life has ups and downs. You made it another day, bruh. So I've made it with 30 years now and more of days. I don't even know math. Boom. Let's let's do math quick. Calculator. It's 365 days in a year. So I'm not I'm not I don't want to do no leap years. I'm not interested. I just want to do quick maths. 365 days in a year times 30 years. 10,950 days. <laughs> Man, that's a bar. That's a bar. Some people don't get blessed that many days. Even that is a blessing. So my big my big 30 moment, pip, my realization was, bro, you got to give yourself a little bit more grace. And you got to be proud of what you have accomplished. And yes, you aspire to accomplish more. And you are driven to do that. But when it's going to happen, it's going to happen because you didn't even realize you needed to be in college until you turned 28. 
you could be the smartest idiot. You know, that's possible. You know, hello. The answer was right in front of you 10 years prior. But your mind was somewhere else. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And so I'm just happy that I'm in this space right now. Right. I don't have everything I want. I don't have everything I desire. But I'm happy just to be in this space. Right. Where I'm creating things rapidly. You know, I'm challenging myself in having to do all this work that college requires you to do. You know, all the mental stuff. It's a brain drain, but it's a different type. It's like, nah, but I'm this is for me. This is investment in myself. You know, this is not just, you know, pencil pushing for the man. This is pencil push for your damn self. Shit. You want pencil push. <laughs> if you going to challenge yourself to do all this writing and all these reports, might as well be for you, right? Hello. It took me that long to realize that. It took me that long. And so I'm proud of me. You know, I'm proud of me. I'm proud of me. It's hard to even say that, you know, when when you grow up in the way that a lot of us have. Right. Those who know, know. Right. And the way a lot of us have. It's hard to even say that. But. Man. It's fire. <laughs> I, you know, Kid Cudi, I'm on the pursuit of happiness. And I know everything that shine ain't always going to be gold. But I'm going to be fine if I get it. I'm going to be good. <laughs> Shout out to Kid Cudi. It's my guy. Like, I'm on the pursuit. So, that's the blessing. Right? The blessing to be on the journey. Right? That's about the journey, bro. Homies out there who's struggling. It's about the journey. I'm telling you. Whoever's listening to this, bro, and you're struggling. It's about the journey, bro. That's what it is about. This shit's supposed to be hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So easy a caveman could do it. If achieving your dreams, your goals, and your version of success was easy, everybody could do it. It's supposed to be difficult. So if you in it, man, stay in it. You know, you'll be validated. You will. You know, I've been I've received so much validation. With all the people I have met in this journey of potting, just of potting. All the guests I've had, all the different types of people who I have personally met and had conversation with. Or even in the COVID era, virtually met and had conversation with. Some and a lot of them I've physically met. All of those different types of people, right? Like different, I love the idea when I was coming up with the concept of the show to have different people from all walks of life come sit and talk because I felt like that's like what a real show should be. You should, you know, you should have episodes where it's just you and you have a, a relationship with the audience, but you also should want to give people perspectives from people that are not you. 
So you can react to the world, but you can hear it from somebody else. Me talking to somebody like, um, let me just think of a random guest. Ty Thomas, A-N-Y-C a kid, just thought of her name. I live in New York, hello. Talking to her about something like um, riding the subway is a completely different conversation just because the simple fact that she's a woman and I'm a man. Right. So I can only talk about my experiences just for as an example, riding the subway because I'm a man. She going to give me a whole different perspective because women, you know, they got to be on guard. You know how dudes are. You know how the subway is. You underground. No cell phone service. It's different. Me. I'm like, shoot, who want to get it? You know, what I mean, I'm in shape. You know, what I mean, I don't condone that at all. But if I got to defend, I will. <laughs> So just like that's an example, like that's why I always wanted to try to have different people come on the show. So just all the people who I've met in this journey, all the different personalities I've encountered, all the lessons I've learned from these people, all the people who have wanted to from the conversation want to meet me personally and build potentially and now have opportunities with them. And have relationships with them that mean a lot to me. Who people who I see as like genuine, like good people, and I want nothing but the best for. Like real homies that I've met through podding. Like through podding. Right? And now I'm I'm in a different space. Now I'm in the college again. And now I'm connected with so many different young people. I love young people. I know I say it a lot. I love young people. I love young people because young people are, they're alive in a, in, in a sense. When I was in the corporate setting, it was a lot of people who were alive but not living. And I was one of them. Young people, they alive because they, they finally get to be outside. And I remember me at that time and how excited I was just to be outside Like, and no, I could really be outside. (laughs) Like, so their energy is like, is real infectious. It's like good to be around. It keep you, you know, it keep, it keep you sharp. You know, they're, they're very intelligent young people. You know, I'm not saying it's a competition, not at all, but they're definitely keeping me on my toes. Good. You know, I appreciate challenges. You know, I think that people shy away from challenges and they only look at the negatives. Challenges present a lot of positives. You know, I got to learn. I got to be quick. I got to learn things a little quicker because these youngins, they on it. They fast. They learn fast. They on it. So it's like, all right, cool. Let me see. Let me see. You know, it's like it's good. I feel I look at it as positive. You know, they challenge me. And I hopefully I challenge them in the right ways. Hopefully. That's all I can do is hope. Um, But I know like there's a lot of the the little homies, man, that I'm really connected with. And I'm happy about that. You know, I'm happy. You look at things, you got to look at things. Sometimes oddly to to make it palatable for you. Right. You got to. Sometimes you got to you got to look at things in a 
in an off kind of way. You got to think outside the box. So naturally, when you return back to college in a different world than when you firstly initially entered it, you have anxiety. You know, you're like, what? Like these people going to be doing TikTok and I don't even have TikTok and I don't even want it. And like I'm a, I got references that they not even going yeah and I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be a fucking like outcast and all of that all of that negativity and then you get there and the little homies is mad cool and you're like damn it was all in my head and now I realize we we could do some shit I'm like yo Nah, the little homies is dead mad cool. And we could do some shit too. Wouldn't it be cool? I would love to have done some fly ass shit with all of my high school people. I would have loved to do some fly ass shit with all of my homies from middle school. I would have loved it to do be able to just do something like a pod with my homies from high school. Like, just like full time, like, or just like we get meet together once a week and do this. That would have been so lit. But now I'm going to look at it like you get that opportunity. The little homies is mad cool. Nah, now we could do some flash it. Now you could work with people you like. What? You know, every job you done worked, there was at least a handful that you just was like, bruh, if it wasn't for these four walls, I would never see you. Now, I get the opportunity to work on things that I'm really interested in, inspired by, and motivated to do and accomplish with people I like. What a blessing. How dare I try to you know, do that to myself. How dare I? You know, how dare I? How dare I? And so, like, I'm just looking at it like that. Boom. Things that I could look at as negatives. Now, nah, I'm going to find a way to make it a positive. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way because I would much rather look at the glass as half full than half empty. The glass is all a matter of your perspective. And I would much rather live in a world where that glass is halfway full. (laughs) And that's that. And that's that. Now, let's talk about some fun shit that I didn't do. You see? Oof. I I'm re- I was ready for this one. So let's see. Let me think of some flash shit. I did some flash shit. Oh, <laughs> if I was a better editor, I would have had that rim shot ready. Let's talk about the flash shit I done did. Literally flying. <laughs> a nigga went skydiving. I didn't even talk to y'all about that. Yo, that was some fly ass shit. Yo, that shit was fly. I always had a fantasy of like flying. I always wanted to know what that was like. I was just because, you know, you're a kid, you watch the superheroes and you watch your cartoons and 
you know, f- almost all of them could fly. <laughs> you know, even guys who couldn't fly found ways to fly. Iron Man found a way. Batman found a way. Spider-Man finds a way. Right? Because flying was just the coolest shit in my in my head. And so once I got over the fear of airplanes, when I got on my first one, like my first long flight, I was like, I loved airplanes. And everybody looked at it like everyone like, oh, no, the airplanes, the air, the flights suck. And, um, you know, you got to take off your shoes and you got to do all the TSA. And then, you know, you got to sit on that cramped plane and, you know, the food's no good and all this. And I just thought of it like, yo, I'm flying right now. <laughs> I love this. Yo, I'm in the air right now. Yo, I'm flying. I always love flying. Right? Like, I just wanted to fly. And I was like, yo, I got to fly this year. Right? I, and I, and hey, you got to, and I, you got to stay fly because there are varying degrees of fly. You got to stay fly. You got to be fly. You know, you got to act fly. And I wanted to fly. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Again, R. Kelly, he made he's made a lot of great songs, man. He's such a bad person. Jeez, I believe I could fly. I believe I could touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Like, really, like I want I always dreamed of that ever since a child, like what it would be like to do it. And I was just like, bruh, shout out to my guy, Jamal. Shout out to you, bro. I was like, yo, I just talked to him one day. I was like, bro, I just want to talk to you about something. And he was like, all right, what's good? And I was like, I just explained that whole thought. Like, yo, ever since I was a kid, bro, I wanted to fly. Let's fly. (laughs) And he was like, like. Bah, like, yo, I, he really understood what I really appreciated that, about that conversation is like, I was nervous about that just being so crazy just to say randomly. But as soon as I said it all, he was like, yo, word. Like, he was like, word. <laughs> yo, word. Like, he understood all of those words that I said. And, yo, we did that shit. Man, that shit was fucking crazy. The dudes was super nice. Shout out to them. Um, I could plug it because I really just liked it. Um, the place is called Skydive Sussex. It's in New Jersey. Um, I don't maybe hopefully the website is just uh, skydivesussex.com. Hopefully. Um, I don't know the website offhand. I'm not looking for it. But you can just Google that. Skydive Sussex is in Jersey if you're on the East Coast. Um, and it was cool, man. It was really cool. The The staff was really friendly. They did a good job of calming your anxiety, but also like playing with you a little bit, keeping you keeping you loose. Like, you know, this is a tense situation. So I got to make sure that you feel safe with me. But also I got to keep you I got to keep you loose because this is going to be fun. Like, you know, don't be don't be so tight. It might mess up even if you're so tight because you might not be able to, you know, to really hear me or beyond so just you know loosen be cool and it was cool like they made little jokes and they kept things light and it was fire like as soon as we jumped out like i told the instructor i was like we have to jump out to soldier boy 
because Soldier Boy's Superman. Soldier Boy was Superman. He's Superman, that hoe. And you had to, we, and so I told him, I was like, we got to jump out like three, two, one, because he got to count you down. And I want to say, you, and we're going to jump out that bitch. And he was with it off the rip. He was like, yo, what? I've never heard that before. We doing that. And so we got to the edge and I was not scared. Literally, I was not afraid. I wasn't afraid to, to drive there. I wasn't afraid signing, looking at the waivers again because you have to watch a video and you have to sign the contract because, you know, they're at risk. They got to protect themselves. I wasn't. When they weighed me, I wasn't scared. When they fitted me for the harness, I wasn't scared. When I walked up to the plane, I wasn't scared. When I boarded the plane, I wasn't scared. When I flew up to the sky, I wasn't scared. And as soon as my feet, though, got to the edge, because you have to sit on the edge of the plane first before you jump. You have to sit there. I guess maybe your legs have to get accustomed to the speed. I don't know. I really don't know that reason why. But you have up, up until that point, which is really fire also by them. Um, you have until that point, till your feet get to the edge of the plane to refuse. If your feet touch the edge of that plane and you're like, my nigga, hell no, you have the right. So that's like also fired by them. Um, but I was like, nah, I'm scared, but I'm doing it. He started counting. He said, three two one you we jumped out bro the the wind was so strong first i couldn't breathe (gasps) couldn't breathe then i was able to catch my breath and then i realized yo i'm flying yo this shit is fucking amazing it was fire you felt like a fucking I felt like a superhero, bro. Bro. And then, you know, on the drive home, we listened to superhero. <laughs> so good, though. Turn me to a superhero. Ah, ah. <laughs> Shout out to Future. Like, yo. Yo. That shit was amazing, bro. And I guess it was like a metaphor for life, right? Like, if you really want to. Do some shit you always dreamed of. You got to jump out that plane, bro. You know, you got to take that chance. You got to take that risk. You got to take it. If it's worth it that much to you, if you've been dreaming about it since you was a kid, well, what you going to do, homie? Because a lot of motherfuckers talk. (laughs) Too many. And I'm talking right now. (laughs) Me too. Shit. But like, what you going to do, bro? You going to keep going to that job that you hate and live in this unhappy existence that you were currently living? Or are you going to make a decision for yourself? And if you fail, I'd much rather fail chasing my dream than chasing somebody else's dream or following somebody else's schedule. <laughs> if I fail, I much rather fail following my schedule, chasing my dreams on my terms. That is a much better existence for me. And then I never just like I, I know I say this shit a lot, but I really mean it. 
I never have to answer the question of what if. Because, bro, the kind of person I am, it would it would literally drive me insane. Right. And you got to know yourself like that. If you could live in a world where. A possibility could have occurred, but you chose another life and you're okay with that. Cool. Right. I'm not again, I'm not here to disparage anybody. You know, people take a lot of things personal. I'm talking about Denzel here. This is the Bronx Bias podcast, not the you bias podcast. <laughs> Ooh, that might be a tagline. Ooh, let me let me write that down. This is. This is the Bronx Bias podcast. Not the you bias podcast. <laughs> word Uh, that's why you gotta write things down but facts so i'm not but i'm not trying to insult nobody i'm not but like yeah man i'm i'm gonna fail because of me right i'm gonna fail this essay because of me right i'm gonna fail this class because of me (laughs) or i'm gonna not be successful in this in this whole field of media or entertainment or whatever you want to call it because of me Right. I'm not going to make it fine. A lot of people don't make it. And then when I have to potentially maybe go back into that other world, I could at least say I chased it and it just didn't work out. And that's life. Right. That's life. Failure is a part of life. You can't live a life without failure, bro. That's not living. There's no such thing like you're going to fail at life. You're going to fail, bro. No one gave you an instruction manual to this shit. (laughs) No one gave you the the handbook. So you're going to fail. I would much rather, though, fail on my back. But how, like, I'm working. I'm working every day. I'm gainfully employed. But I feel like a failure. Because it's not for me. (laughs) Hola. And it took me till I was 28 to figure it out. So, you know, that was fire. That was amazing. Another thing that happened for me this year, and it's something also that I'm, I'm so glad that I am in the environments that I'm in. I had a professor who challenged, who one of, no, I'm not going to say challenge. He didn't, it's not a challenge. It's an assignment. I'm looking at it like that. Who assigned us a project where, we had to teach the class about a topic. And um, in the process of doing that and like preparing a lesson, like a lesson, like look at me, right? And, you know, you got to call me Mr. Rogers for real. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Like the, pre- the preparation for it and like how I wanted to like do it. I didn't, you know, cause there, there's a, boring way to teach you know not every professor is uh an amazing professor i don't know who's a good professor offhand like as everybody recognizes as a good professor every professor is not professor ogilvy <laughs> that's for my black people out there and people who knew the parkers not, not just not black people but like in the process i was something was clicking 
it was something was in my head. I was like, man, I like this. I like thinking about how you can make learning something cool or like how you can make a topic that's looked at one way in another way. You could make somebody think about something differently or how you could inform somebody of something they didn't know. But at the same time, you don't got to be like boring. Right. Because like education, generally academia is boring. So like it was like it had my it was like sparked in my head. And I was like, I was really thinking I was like, and I'm around so many young people. Like teaching is something that I see for myself in my future. It's like, boom, the the light bulb went off. I was like, wow. And it's like, boom. How could you ever have a thought like that when you just got another boom light bulb in your head? Because of how you and then the the class was good. I thought it was good. At least I thought it was good. (laughs) I got a good grade, so it was good. But I don't know how the other students felt about it. But at the very least, like I felt like it was a good approach to that lesson. Let's look at it this way. Let's learn a little bit. Let's make a few jokes. Let's keep you involved. Let's keep it as a back and forth as we learn about this thing, this random thing. So that was cool. And it was like, boom. Wow. And my hopefully if I'm blessed to to continue to have more days in my 60s, I would love it. My, you know, if I have a great fulfilling career in this sense, awesome, great. And then when I'm ready to retire, I would love it. Teaching these types of people, early adults, 18 through 22 year olds, right? That's the demographic of people I would want to teach college aged kids, because, you know, that's really when you could somebody could get through to you if if they respect you. Right. You got to earn their respect. You got to earn a high school student's respect, but the. Them high school students will try to swing on you. And then if you swing on them, it's like they're 17. You can't do that. At the very least, if an 18-year-old try me, you 18, you can get these hands, even though I'm 60. <laughs> that's just, you know, I would rather college because of that's a big reason. There are more reasons, but that's a big reason. I get the right because fuck out of here. Ain't no 17-year-old going to try me. Ain't no 15-year-old going to try me, please. Anyway. (laughs) You know, that, it was like, wow, like, boom. So if I wasn't, if I didn't get that idea to return to college at that time, maybe I would have never even been exposed to that opportunity and then be so fulfilled by it. Now I have opportunities to appear on television. Like we're making television. We're making it. And we're doing it on a small level, of course. But we're like doing it. Like we're doing it. And this shit is fire. And I wouldn't have loved to have my life be in any other way. In any other way. In any other way than this. And that's the freaking blessing. That's the ultimate birthday gift. To, for me. To be able just to say I'm waking up every day. And I get to put my mind to something that I'm really 
that I really care about. That's like a super blessing because I'm telling you, I lived that unhappy life for a long time. Just in terms of like what you do every day. You got to do something every day. Right. You just got to. But like in terms of like what I would do every day. Like, yeah, I'm willing to stay up to the ass crack of dawn. Because I know what I'm working on. I care about. I would hate to have to be working from home for some place. At this point in my life. Working to the ass crack of dawn for shit I don't even give a fuck about. (laughs) Like, what? Nah. So, you know, I say all of that to say that. Shit. You got to be happy with the progress. It's progress, not perfection. And lastly. Yeah, I could. I may. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe lastly, you know, I'm like, a, uh, if you guys have been to a a Baptist church or an African-American church, the, the, the pastor always says he's about to close. Like he's, that means he's about to stop his sermon and then we get to leave. And he always continues for longer. So that was my my. And lastly, but it probably won't be lastly. <laughs> but to round it all off, I guess, in this like this part of the pod. If um, is I got to give a big shout out to my homie homies because we got a new show. There's a new show out at the, on the college radio and it's called Safety First Safety because safety is always first. And it's with my homies, man. I don't know if they want me to say their names. Dang, I don't know. I just, you know, because I want to be mindful because this is my platform. So, you know how. Uh, damn. Well, no, I won't say their names just because I, I just don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Um, But I do want to say everybody's name. <laughs> but I won't. Safety first, homies. Like, bro. One of them came to me. We were sitting. Literally, I'm going to tell you how this shit started was sitting in the radio studio, just sitting there, and I was playing music. And just like I do on the Bronx Bias podcast, I was playing the air horns and the gunshots, just like, boom, because that's like, uh, I want to feel that. If Hyena's on, I want to feel it. And one of the homies was like, yo, what if we did a show that was kind of like with that? And I was like, what you mean? He was like, what if we did a show that was like in a breakfast club type style? Where it's radio, we play music, but we like talk about cool stuff. And that, that like that sentence was in my head. What if we did a show that was radio? We play music, but we we talked about cool stuff. I was like, and then and then what really like put the picture in my head was the Breakfast Club because I was like, well, we obviously can't be the Breakfast Club because none of us are them, and they're. They're the goats. One, of, Some of the goats in this game. There's a lot of goats in this game. There's some of them. Um, But yeah, like, hmm, maybe that could be something. And it was buzzing. And, you know, the idea was buzzing. And so, you know, what you do in your in your human brain is like you try to think of a reason. Like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea, but uh, I, I, I think I like it, but yeah, I think I like it, but. And then every time I thought of a but, like a reason not to do it, 
I was like, man, that's stupid. That's a dumb reason. I was like, hell no, nah, that's going to be fire. Now nah, we finna do that. And then we went through the process. We had meetings. We talked about it. Like we were on the same page. And then when it came to day to do it, it was like, bong, we had it. Like it was off from the jump. As soon as we pressed record and I, and I realized it was live, like we were all doing live radio. Bro, we was at it. It was fire off the rip. I was hype. I went home. I was so hype. I was so hype. Like, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, yo, we was a team. Like, yo, we was a group. We was in it together. It was fire. It was lit. We had fun. So shout out to my safety first homies. Big shout out, man. Let's keep the good vibes rolling, man. We we do it every Thursday on SFC Radio. You know I'm going to plug that shit fuck out of here. We do it every Thursday during the college semester. Um, Sometimes we're going to try to do it um, during the semester break. But, you know, there might be limitations to that. But if we do, you know, we'll we'll I'll make it known. Um, but you generally, if you're a college listener or not, whatever, it's Thursdays at four o'clock PM on SFC radio. And then SFC radio could be heard on the radio FX app on the TuneIn app. And also you could find them, um, on SFC radio.edu. So, and also we got an Instagram page SFC safety first. That's, and then the link tree is there and you can see all the things from there that might have just been easier sfc safety first on instagram click the link tree <laughs> i did try to hold it that's crazy right do that that's much more convenient for you and me um and yo man it's just a lot of fun like and i'm seeing that the little homies man and i'm just saying i'm not trying to say them like i'm little bro in them because they're all adults but like the little homies man like they motivated they're excited about it. You know, they're passionate about it. They care. You know, they want it to be good. You know, that's so inspirational. Like just to like get a whole bunch of young people with a whole bunch of different personalities and different lives together to do something fun. You know, just to have fun for this brief moment of time and talk about their lives and talk about their opinions and just have fun with it. You know, that's what you know we should all try to want to just have as much fun as possible because we never know when it'll be our time so we got to enjoy this shit you know we got to make our money and we got to live i understand but we just got to try our best to enjoy this shit more because yo if i was still trying to be that stubborn guy i wouldn't have been able to have this experience with these people with any of the pod people I've interviewed, with any of the people I've met in my course of podding, achieving things that I never even thought was possible. Man, you gotta you gotta do it, man. You just gotta do it. You just gotta do it, man. Nike, that's why Nike's the best. Just do it. <laughs> that's why, like, if if I got a chance to get a brand deal and if it was some apparel. I love Yeezys. 
and I love Kanye. But like if like or let me not even say that. If I play 2K and when I every time I did play 2K and it was time for me to get the sneaker deal, <laughs> I always chose Nike. <laughs> Cause Nike gear historically is better than Adidas gear to me. Like for the way I like to dress or you know, my fashion sense. Nike gear was always flyer. Always. Nike gear. Nike shoes were always flyer. Even though Adidas Dan Smiths I love to death. Yeezys I love to death. Pharrell's are amazing. You know. Uh, there are a couple retro runners that Adidas has is fire. You know, Adidas has a lot of fire. But it's just like Nike is like Nike. But there is what's funny is I know my favorite Nike and I know my favorite Adidas and I couldn't live without either one. My favorite Nike is the Air Max 97. It's just the most pretty shoe. It's just the most pretty. It's just the prettiest shoe. It's it's just the prettiest shoe. Mm, it's just so pretty. And then my favorite Adidas is the Yeezy 700 Wave Runner. And it's a big, chunky, dad-looking shoe. So one is like sleek and like, you know, agile. And the other one's like big and bulky. But it's like, I love them both equally. You know, I, that variety is the spice of life. But again, that's why it's like I got to say 2K because <laughs> when I when I get the sneaker deal, I always choose Nike. Always. You also have Jordan incorporated with Nike. Like what? You get Nike and Jordan and LeBron what? and Kobe. I'm like what? Come on, bro. It's Nike. <laughs> but you just got to do it, man. You just got to do it. You just got to do it like i'm gonna keep saying that i'm gonna find ways to incorporate that into my pods hopefully people who listen and they make it this long they be like yo facts now because this dude he a little wild but he's like facts you gotta do it i can't be scared no more bruh you know there's a million reasons not to do something right you could find a million reasons to say no right but you got to find that reason. You got to keep finding that reason to say yes, especially if you care. Especially if you care about whatever it is. You know, so. I guess. Is there anything else? Do I want to talk about anything else? How long are we? One, uh, hour 30. See, that was a good prediction. You're smart, Denzel. Um, Is there anything else? Oh, yes. Okay. Damn, I'm a, for, nah, you know, I might just have to save this for a separate pod because I did want to talk about Scary Iris 3 because I really, really liked it. But I did not like For All the Dogs. So I love how I, you know, it's like balance. Like I did not like really one, but I really like the other one. Nah, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, is there anything else that's important? Um... Is there anything else that's important? Nah. Nah. No. Everything I wanted to talk about, I talked about. I think. I hope. And if I didn't, I'll get you on the next one. So what I want to end to end for real with. You got to be balanced. Balanced. 
And what I mean is you got to be able to give yourself the kick in the butt. But you also got to be able to give yourself that pat on the back. And Denzel at 30, the lesson I've learned is that I've been giving myself the kick in the butt for too long. And I got to start giving myself the pat on the back. And I got to start appreciating the things that I've accomplished because I'm doing them from my heart. I'm doing them with my full intention. You know, I got to be celebrate my wins and don't care about the losses. You know, you can't care about the losses. You got to have that. That athlete mentality, a short memory. Tom Brady throws an interception. Give me the ball. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's how you know somebody really got it. Like they could have seven interceptions. Give me the ball. They could have they could be 0 for 10 from the field jump shot. Give me the ball. Because I believe, you know, and I got to give myself the pat on the back for that. And I got to be grateful. And I got to appreciate this life that I've been given and appreciate where I'm at in it and where I'm at is where I'm supposed to be. And can't you can't follow nobody else's time but yours. Right. You can't be on nobody else's time. Because if it's 12 o'clock in the east, you know, east coast. They three hours behind us. That means it's nine o'clock on the West Coast. How many other how many people live on the West Coast? Look how many people ain't on your time. <laughs> right. Mountain time is different than that. Europe time is different than that. Everybody on a different type of time, even though you might share a location where you're on the same type of time. And so you cannot live your life on somebody else's time. Hmm. I just might have thought of the greatest cover ever. Oh, I'm not even going to give you a hint. Oh, man, that was fire. That just jumped in my brain. Okay, I'm going to end this podcast. But you cannot be on nobody else's time but your own. You are in control of your own time. Okay? And that's that. That's all I got. That's all I got. And you know what? I had a song that I was going to play to end the pod. But since I just said time that many times, (laughs) I'm going to play to wrap it up this podcast. I'm going to fade you guys out with Just In Time by J.I.D., Kenny Mason, and Lil Wayne off of the album The Forever Story. This has been the Bronx Bias Podcast. My name is Denzel. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone who tunes in. Thank you to everyone who subscribes, likes, shares, and supports. Now more than ever, thank you to all the essential workers, and thank you to all the people who are using their voices to affect change in a positive way. Don't ever tell yourself that you can't believe at all times. And just do your best because that's all you can do. That's it. That's all you could do is your best. And if you did your best and it didn't work out, at least you never have to answer what if. You know. Knowing is better than not knowing. Okay? And we 
are out. I got a time today, bitch. I got a time. Time is of the essence. I'm progressively improving. Impressive and oppressing if you second guess my movements. First to the bullshit. Who trying to hang with me? I brought the nooses. I draw the stainless like you draw conclusions. It's a ball of confusion. The writings on the wall was all illusion. You got the drip, but that shit all pollution. I shot the clip and had another for the audible. All the bullshit aside, boy, I got plenty time. I been ready for whatever, anytime. From a city where niggas on killing time in your pocket for nickels or penny dime. Niggas shot up a shitty, got minimized. We was living by him. I would go inside behind the window, hide. T54 niggas slide. Tryna dodge bullets from a dodge. God left when the winter came, then the summer died. Rain, rain, come another time. I be rapping till I'm on my five. Tell your favorite rappers for drama time. He an ugly bastard, but a son of mine. It's over for you, but it's underlined. I come before you with a humble mind and a stomach growl. Plus, I smell foul. Ay, taking big shit ay, from the humble pie. Look at me, six. Nine, 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 twelve. Was already running from twelve. A nigga was flying. Ay, I got a time today, bitch. I got a time. Ay, I got a time today, bitch. I got a time. Aim at the moon. Shoot up the sky. Two forty-five. Bought two. New forty-five. Ay, I got a time today, bitch. I got a time. Ay, I got a time today, bitch. I got a time. Time, time.